0: Morning Sippers. Sippers.
1: That's the way to go out. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it, we're getting some big thunder over here. I've, we have worked in this building for, what, seven years now? Maybe a little longer? I don't remember when we moved in. And the uh, thunder was usually pretty isolated to the outside. You'd occasionally, man, it's cracking loud. You might hear it on the air here in a second, but it was booming a second ago.
2: wonder if we're going to flood again, like always. This building's like uh, weeks worth oh, of Titanic. It's Saddam's
1: palace. It is. Uh, you open the bathroom door. And the whole frame comes off. It looks beautiful, but its it was built with gum and toothpicks.
3: It's going to get hit any minute. <laughs> we'll oh, up. that
1: lightning was close. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah this is the it's closest it's ever way. been. So there was some big boomers there. Kind of neat. I don't think I've ever heard uh, thunder in this building like that. That was on top of us. We've had a couple of shakers, but pretty cool. Uh, and then uh, I got all these emails coming in for the Colin Kaepernick thing. And I guess... I guess he made his mark on the uh, NFL and to say that people have their opinions as putting it mildly says uh, Kaepernick back in the NFL when Muzzies protest our flag. It doesn't count. Oh, all right. I forgot about this part. Next one said uh, might as well get Muhammad Atta to be the Jets quarterback. He was one of the pilots of the planes and nine eleven was the a perfect time a couple days later. Uh, and then this one says, yeah, okay, bring him back. Uh, it's a perfect fit, the terrorist quarterback of the Jets with a terrorist coach. So now Salah is just, uh, so these folks are, uh, they've got their opinions. I don't necessarily stand by those. Those are the opinions of the listeners. I don't think you're going to change those. And that's where you're going to run into the big. And that, again, two things being true at the same time, is why teams don't want that. They don't want to spark some of their fan base, of the crazies, to start making noise like that.
2: But again, he it's didn't wrong. help himself no. at all. No. No. it's wrong to do
1: that and scream that out loud. Feel it all you want. I'm not stopping your craziness. But uh, why would the Jets be like, oh, this this can this is a a boiling pot of water? I don't necessarily want to throw the frog in. It's nuts. So, yeah, the Colin Kaepernick stuff going out. I'd rather. Look, Tom Brady's getting a phone call, but he ain't playing for $10 million, And that's their cap number. He ain't playing for that. He ain't coming back for that. So you'll get Colt McCoy. You'll get Carson Wentz. Somebody Could, will go over to the Jets. Can
2: they do like in baseball where they defer money? Uh, I don't think they do
1: that in football. Well, it dead caps no matter what. Oh, okay. So you can move the money around, but your dead cap is your dead cap. So oh, gotcha. The, okay. the dead money is what it is. Oh, okay. So it's, a, it's an interesting way that they do that you can cut the reason why is because you can cut players and still get hit with. you don't have to pay them anymore you can flat out get rid of them baseball you gotta pay them for the rest of their lives yeah that's Bobby Bonilla Bruce Souter, Bobby Bonilla there's a few deals Bobby's is the best because he got a day for it he's just now one more year of
2: him getting paid yeah I think so
1: yeah pretty awesome everybody said dude every time you tell stories about Dan my dad "Uh, I laugh because I think he was my father too And you just said that leaving like your dad and my dad were the same. And he said, and uh, this Travis guy says, John, you have a fabulous point. I am drafting and printing liability waivers for when the day comes that my stupid kid brings his stupid friends home. Nope. You can't hang out here until your parents sign the liability papers. That I would do because like we were talking off the air, all the times that you goofed up, Brady said that he chopped down a neighbor's tree. Yep. A beautiful tree that couldn't be replaced. And you guys decided to
3: the branches, we yeah. cut back so much, it just opened a big gaping you, hole.
1: You ruined a beautiful these, tree.
3: that can never be replaced.
1: Right. And what did you do? Mom made a bunt cake. They probably had a nice Tried meal. Tried
3: whatever the neighbors were out within a year. Yeah,
1: some canasta, and then uh, but no lawsuits.
3: No. That's all different now. Your kids... They probably got a free uh, a, a furnace or something. <laughs>
1: right, yeah, your you dad know, it, gave it, it you some AC work. That.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's you probably
1: bartered out a deal, which is where you learned it. You ruined his tree, boy. That means i got to give him a unit. <laughs> Felt so bad. There's Torp standing there. I'll give you a new air conditioning and heating situation. Here's a furnace. There's got to be something we can figure
3: out here, Mr. Piccolo.
1: <laughs> well, I bring lawyers into it. No one ever said that. Now, your kid scratches his face because they want your dog put down. My, a friend of ours from the, uh, the building, his Jack Russell Terrier. Uh, if you're familiar with dogs, you know a Jack Russell Terrier. Frazier is Frazier's dog. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 17 pounds at max. And that's a little heavy. Took a swipe at a little kid's hand. Ha! Tried to bite a boy's hand. Wishbone. Now keep him again. Wishbone. Yeah. Uh, Keep in mind, little kids aren't supposed to. Parents are supposed to keep kids away from dogs. You're not supposed to have because they're face to face. Damage can be done. Dogs sometimes don't like that. They're weirded out by them. Like me. I want to bite your kids, too. But I'm my brain says not to. Although I'm close sometimes. But the little guy was in the dog's face, and the dog's like, I don't want this. They were in the front yard. The dog was off its leash. It's normal. Took a swipe at the kid's hand. And instead of saying, oh, we understand our kid did anything, they made him put his dog down. It's a bite dog <laughs> off a leash. <laughs> Lawyers got involved.
3: I, I mean, left my pet ferret. I opened the door to my, or my foster sister at the time. She was playing with a friend. And I opened, cracked the door and let Finster in there to scare him close the door yeah i hear this shrieking scream <laughs> there's a rat in the house and i go in the bedroom door thinking ha ha i scared him and there she is and the ferret is attached to her foot <laughs> and she's kicking her foot away and there must have been 30 or 40 teeth puncture marks in the <laughs> foot
1: awesome. no just, go on your
3: way go on your way
1: you know what i realized just now when you said that you and, and this is probably 1975 or so Maybe a little later. I'm not so yeah, sure. 74 yeah, right? to 78. Yeah. You had what may be the first Pornhub house. With foster sisters? Yeah. <laughs> like everything I see on Pornhub is what Brady describes growing up. My foster
2: sister was in a room plan with a friend. I can help like you. That's
1: how they all start.
2: And then anyone get stuck in a dryer right, or well, anything? No,
1: but Brady just described the perfect. And I thought it would be funny to release a ferret in the room.
2: You're
0: <laughs> such an asshole.
1: <laughs> the next thing you know, there's just doubling down on you. Come on, girls. I was just having a little fun with you. Because you, you always walked right in. The, there were no locked doors. You walked right in on two young girls playing <gasps> in their room. Teenage girls playing in their room.
0: <laughs> Your brother's stupid. He's not my real
1: brother. We should have some fun with him. And then you'd be in your room watching TV, tugging it with your you know, POV cam on your forehead. And they are peeking through the door and you can see him, but he can't.
3: God, I could have been the pioneer. You were, you were kind of,
1: if you were at all attractive to those girls, you would have had the first Pornhouse. But never once would you pull a prank on them and have them come back to you and then go, we need to pay you back. Oh, it's just playing around. You're going to get it now. Wait until mom comes home. It's not your real mom. They have to clarify that like six times in the porn that they're not related. One of them isn't really supposed to be there. Brady lived it. How was the foster uh, girl's friends? Because they were always pretty
3: Yeah. She turned out she was pretty. Yeah. But, you know, my foster sister uh, had to leave. And when she left, she kind of ran away to Florida. Then um, took up the profession of uh, dancing. Oh,
1: professionally. Nice. In nice. nice. gentlemen's clubs? Yes. Oh, we understood you.
3: So it was <laughs>
2: no,
1: It could have. It, it could have happened. Maybe you should she talk to your track. brother. Was Tom there? The older brother?
3: No. Because
1: um, you would have missed yes, it. So
3: yes, he was. So he was, he, was. he was
1: the one getting just absolutely left and right by Foster Sisters, and you don't know it. Uh, now i got to ask. <laughs> Isn't it amazing what questions will do, Brady?
0: <laughs> Never thought of that.
1: My friend Mark had a stepsister that started getting boobs like big ones and we were like probably 14 and she was 13 like a year younger than us and out of the blue she just developed these huge knockers we spent the majority of our days trying to see her like I'd go to Mark's house and we'd start he never had video game s- systems so Mark's house was kind of a drag so when we were at my house we are playing ColecoVision and go over to his house nothing to do hey Where's Wendy?
2: She's by the pool.
1: What are we doing in here? <laughs> we would just go stand in his mom's room and stare out the door.
3: Hi, John. Wendy
1: laying still on the back pool float. Look at those things. Dude, she's in your house every night naked.
3: Oh, no. I remember going by my moped and uh, heading to a friend's house. And there, there they are a block away from their house, but they're up in the tree about 20 feet, 25 feet. Stop. What are you guys doing? Cindy Taller's taking a shower. It's <laughs> <That was> perfect.
1: <laughs> it was a better time. But Brady was the first porn hub step foster family house. Never once took advantage of it. I just threw a ferret in the room. We're going to get you, Brady.
0: Nah, I'm going to go play with Andy Lestock. Bye.
1: <laughs> and sure enough. That was right oh, there. Lightning. We were going to die today. This is close.
3: That was a good strike. Looking right for there. smoke.
1: I don't like this at all. I'm going home. I used to be afraid of weather. It's the over under we stay on the air. Oh, yeah, the it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight.
3: Telling you, the palace is gonna get hit.
1: Yeah. My dad was so hyper aware of shenanigans. Like I, I there's countless amount of times my dad he was asleep on the couch the majority of my upbringing. And then uh but his eye would one eye would open. Anytime I was like no like a slight little What was that? And he always looked at me. I did something terrible. And he would—he was like a wizard. Somebody's in the front yard. What? And then seconds later, how did you do that? I could hear it. Like, you were asleep. <laughs> he heard everything. But he was totally unaware of some of this. I'll reveal something right now. My dad doesn't even know, I don't think. I may have told this before, but it was. I always make sure he doesn't know. He might be listening online. So, sorry, Dan. <laughs> uh, my puppy, Brandy Weimaraner, a great dog. Oh, uh, actually, this was Muggs, Muggs was a wireing puppy too, but she was when she was a puppy, she ate some of the board and batten on the side of the house, so you know when the house has the the panel and then it 's got a board on it, and it's like so it 's intermittent. board and yeah. batten is just the the raised little pieces of wood on a, on the siding of your home and she ate the bottom of it like tons of it, and we had an old paint can from the color of the house that was out in the backyard and cooking in the sun and i I had noticed a few weeks later that it had turned into some sort of putty clay. And I didn't know how to fix this and I knew my dad would be really mad at the dog. And I didn't want that. So I every day for an entire summer would go out and take a little bit of that putty clay paint and start to like reshape what she ate. And I was doing a really good like it was like the you know, Patrick Swayze and ghost. I'm I'm making some molds out there, I'm doing some work with that clay. And it was just old paint. And then one day, like I've stopped doing it for a little while and it would so the sun would just shrink it into this weird, crusty ball, and as aware as my dad was, the stupidest thing I've ever heard him say is,
0: "The house is rotting <laughs>
1: because he saw it, and I'm like, "Oh, I haven't been paying attention to that little area, and he's gonna know like there's teeth marks in it. look at this, I think we got termites. I let my dad spend." thousands he chipped off the big block of glob of stuff because the house look at that wood has turned into this gooey clay I'm like oh, you might wow. be the dumbest man on the planet you're in construction and so he pulled that off he sees the big chunk of house missing he calls the exterminators everything else i'm like he doesn't know he might be the dumbest person on. He wrote it out wrote it out still maybe just right now if he's listening in texas he goes, the house wasn't rotting
2: god damn it he'll probably come spank me now he built Bank One ballpark. He, didn't he? yes, he, okay. did that. he built the uh, State Farm
1: right. Stadium, <laughs> the Sun's Arena, all the stadiums. He was he was a part of all those. Couldn't tell the house wasn't rotting. <laughs> so just to what let was, you know, the house I just never forget walking past it. What's this? The house is rotting. God Damn it! And he's just sitting there and he picked that thing off. I'm like, oh, he's going to know. And worse still, he wasn't going to be mad at the dog anymore. Now he's going to be mad at the idiot who was globbing paint clay under the house. Nope, never figured it out. The house was most certainly rotting. (laughs) I just remember thinking, I remember my butthole getting real tight, getting that chill. Dad's going to be mad when he finds out that I've been the one, you know, patching that hole up with globs of old paint. And he called exterminators. And the exterminator's like, I don't think this is bugs. He didn't know it was a dog. He was like, I don't know what this is. It looks like uh, some sort of a wood rot, don't you think? I don't know what this is, sir, but it's not bugs. But we'll spray for them. Yeah, just in case it's termites.
3: wonder what the water. percentage is of similar to that, that how many have uh, ridden out a, uh, a lamp that's been glued oh, that never was discovered.
1: So many things in houses that were, oh, that was, the, well, my parents' bed frame. I used to throw footballs in it. It had a had little holes in it that you could that a football fit you try in. To put them in, and that was like a, this was a twenty yard game. This was like a fifteen. This is a touchdown, and I was whipping it. And I just realized it was starting to give when I pull the foot because it was tight. And I ripped the football out of the hole and I'd stick it in there, and I started to realize I was pulling the wood apart. And so I just took Elmer's glue poorly. And I would squeeze that back together, and then I think my dad probably to this day goes, "Yeah, I was banging Marcy's head up against the headboard, and we broke it." He had no idea I was. <laughs> I
3: did that. <laughs> what
1: a night! <laughs> I probably smashed her so good, you know. That big uh, '70s uh, mess was going on down there, and uh, we were combining uh, pubes, and I uh, I smushed her head up against there and
0: broke her head. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm a real man.
1: What he didn't know was his stupid 13 year old boy was
0: chucking footballs at his headboard when he wasn't home. It's something, something. Check out Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness.
1: And then the best part was if it would bounce off the headboard and I caught it, interception. It was a great game. And the interception always came with like a big, giant leap onto the bed, like, you know, trying to dive over into the end zone. Then I'd make up my own rules from there. But I broke their headboard, and my dad probably still thinks. You probably even, like Marcy. I, I remember a time when we were getting at it, and I just watched the headboard split in half. So easy. I was such a man. Such a powerful beast of a man. I, we weren't even touching the headboard, and my my giant D slayed the headboard. You know what I'm saying? Hope he's not listening now. You're just, yeah, just ruining Well, he's 75. He I mean, needs some truths. He needs some truths.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor guy. Anyway, yeah, this guy had dirt clod fights too. Everybody's remembering their their the days of before. When you didn't have to worry about lawsuits, but my dad put the fear of lawyers in me at an early age, and that's the main reason I don't want kids. This is the letter I was talking about. Yeah. Listen to this. This is just weird. It says, uh, hey, Holmberg, I heard what you said on the podcast about character letters like the ones written by Ashton Kutcher, and he said Mika Kunis. might be a misprint. He might not know. (laughs) It's my best friend in Texas killed his wife. Uh, because he was absolutely crazy for about 20 days. He tried to kill her friend as well. She was in the house. Uh, the wife was leaving him and she was treating him like garbage. And his life was falling apart. I'll tell you this. Dude was almost exactly like Brady. Looked through these rose-colored glasses and never even was slightly confrontational. One of the reasons I like your show is because you guys remind me of Bra- of uh, my friend and I. Uh, anyway, I wrote a character letter for him on sentencing And the judge actually did lessen the sentence because of enough of those letters. And now I regret it. Whatever was inside of him took over after that murder. Uh, So I've actually gotten with the wife's family, deceased wife, to apologize and try to keep him in jail for life. It's a weird case. He got 25 years for uh, both attempts, but one was lessened because she lived, and it turned out they went crime of passion. And then then this is where the letter gets weird. Either way, the letters are... And then there's nothing oh geez and so he just he sent it anyway it's not finished he had send he got killed like I don't think was he's, that dude there that's what I'm wondering did his Brady friend snap and kill him again like is there more murders is he the guy that they're looking for in Pennsylvania that's running around the letter just ends either way the letters are send and then I'm emailing him back, and I'm like, hey, uh, dude. All right there, chief. What happened to the end? Of the, I need to know the end of the story. It's been about, I got this about seven last night, so almost 12 full hours since he's, and nothing. <laughs> nothing. But <laughs> have got me thinking. That things happened. <laughs> I love Italians. <laughs> My physical therapist said that to me yesterday. She goes, I'm not a bigot by any means. But I love Italians because their stereotypes are so true and fun. And I'm like, yeah, except for when they kill you. <laughs> well, I've never experienced that. I'm like, right. They're still standing here. I know. You've had a good experience with Italians if you're talking about them. <laughs> but it made me think. Because Brady's a rose-colored, non-confrontational guy. This guy says he's just like you. Would I write a character letter about
3: Brady? Sure. Uh, let me save you some time on that. No. You don't think I would? No, no, no. I wouldn't, because I wouldn't On want me? to see it that way. Uh, for me, Why I snapped. Not? If that, I mean, that was a different point of a that's character 20, letter. A character 20 letter. Twenty days. I'm at least, uh, if that happened to me, like, and that happened, uh, I'm responsible for. Of my course actions.
1: you are. But a character letter is to say you're responsible for that, but up to that point. You're a model citizen, so there needs to be, like, a, an accountability for your entire existence. Yeah, not it's just like that factoring in
3: first-time offender.
1: Right, but it's also the thing, like, let's not give him life, and, or let's at least lessen, that he's going to be there for most of his life. Let's lessen the sentence on the other girl who he just, he just lost his mind. And crime of passion is a very real thing. That's why they degree murders into that. Yeah. So would I write, a, if you just decided to slaughter, and I'm like, oh, Brady's going through a thing, and the next thing you know, I don't know what happened to make you do it. But you lost your mind and you can lose your mind and you, you did something but- horrible. You're still going to jail. I'm not yeah. trying to get you out of jail. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it so but they saying, don't give you a what I penalty. Right? Here's what I knew. Like, I'm trying to, keep guy. You, trying to keep you out of the chair. Yeah. So would I write a letter for Brady? Sure. And it makes you wonder about character letters and w- what you'd be asked to do and how you'd feel if somebody said, like, if your family said, please write a letter to let people know this isn't what he is. I'm like, it is what he is now. There's no getting away from that, but what he's been has never been close to that. Yeah. But this dude writes that letter and then just disappears in the middle of it. Where was Brett last night? I'm guessing that dude's dead body's going to pop up somewhere. Oh. Stop typing this letter immediately. Send. You're going someplace special, son. <laughs>
3: Brett ends it just with the dot, dot, dot. You know what I like? I like when it rains. It's
2: finished.
1: Because it's easy to dig holes after a little bit of water. You're done here. Yeah. That's enough of that, secretary dickhead. <laughs> Fingers off the keyboard. So, yeah, I started thinking that. I'm like, I would probably do that. But, I, you know. But, again, I stand by the whole idea that if you write a character letter, like I, I have no respect for Ashton and Mila's little oh, jeez, we we shouldn't have done it, but we did it, and we're glad we did it, but we shouldn't have done it. I'm like, you guys are mamby-pamby bitches. Just say, yeah. I wrote a letter for Danny Massey. He was a good friend of mine. This horrible event happened. He's still going to jail, but I wanted people to know that that wasn't his entire character.
3: And I could understand where the the girl um, was coming from on the set that's saying, wait a minute, you know, Demi could write this one thing, but she's a little upset. Both of you kind of knew we were all doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, Well... Mila was sixteen, and he was like nineteen, twenty, something like that. And they were banging,
3: um, and then Wilmer yeah, Rama came into the mix. That girl. whole thing.
1: But it's easy for you to sit and say, "Oh, I wouldn't want a character letter to keep me out of the electric chair." I'm until you're no, in that situation, you want, you'd yeah. be begging me to write me a character letter if you didn't want to get fried.
3: Yeah.
1: Because I don't see. And I would the type also understand,
3: like, like you went, oh, you went off the grid. I can't right. write you a character letter on that, right?
1: But. The character letter isn't about, like, he's going to be great forever. It's like he used to be okay. So let's give him some leniency on a life well lived up until whatever. Because we know love and hate and passion and all that have driven normal folks bananas. Bananas.
0: Hello, X World. <laughs> I mean, isn't it isn't juice, it's a ju- world, it's a I, juice world? It's a juice world. It's the juice world, Brady. It's a world um, juice's world and you just living in it. <laughs> anyway, I love the idea of the character letters. I mean, think of what you could have written about me. Two thousand yards seasoned in a fourteen game uh that's unbelievable when you look back at my accomplishments. So I had an incident, bitch. <laughs> you guys, come on a moment would you write a character letter for me brady
2: absolutely that's right you would or else brad how about you i got one already drafted ready to go (laughs) You
0: probably have one in your (laughs) files just save for the next time i just go absolutely insert name here (laughs) yeah just file it away with blank and i'll sign it and you that's good character letters are a good idea because it doesn't it doesn't identify or define you when you Lose your mind over your wife giving out blowjobs to friends that you do. Come on, Marcus Allen. Where's my character letter? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's mine. <laughs> this is Brady's character letter. It says, Dear Judge, Juice did it. Be nice to him. Ah, that's beautiful, Brady. You're welcome, <laughs> <laughs> one, Maybe the judge would have taken into consideration had I been guilty. I mean, let's <laughs> just make it clear. I wasn't actually guilty of the crime. Character letters are nice. So, guys, if you could... Especially Buffalo Bills Nation, Bills Nation. You get one of those letters in your files. And we'll just like, you know, the end of Miracle on 34th Street. When my next murder happens, the judge will just be covered in letters from fans saying, you know, the juice is a good one. <laughs> How about that Aaron Rochers? I mean, I haven't seen a body slump like that on him. A... Well, we'll get into that another time. <laughs> All yeah. right. That's, I'm just saying.
1: That's a tough one. Did you write a character letter for what O.J. did?
3: Couple no, of it's good for you, you, do. I mean, <laughs> think
1: about all. A.C. would have. Of course he would have. You've got one friend and an A.C. is, but that makes you kind of like that dude. Then Now you're identified by that. So, like, writing a character letter for a dude who lost his mind, I don't know if I have that in me truly to do for anybody who has. To, I mean, it would depend on the severity of what you've done. If you OJ your wife and a waiter and then ask me, hey, would you tell folks I'm a decent guy? Well, I can tell them you used to be a decent guy.
3: We want you to write that letter while the parents of the uh, girl is uh, in that
1: room with you. Right. There's the tough part. That's the tough one. Then go talk to the Goldmans. Good. Yeah, that's a toughie. But the dude who wrote me that letter, I need you to – he podcast listens too. So he he said he heard that on the podcast, so we're not going to hear from him this morning unless he answers my emails by chance, but I didn't like the sound of that thing just ending. It just came to an end. Maybe he was dictating, as they said in Monty Python. (laughs) (laughs) As he's being murdered, he typed out the U-H-H-H-H-H-H. Perhaps he was dictating. But yeah, he was murdered uh, by his friend, I'm guessing. Allegedly. I can see that with Brady. I think you and I both could. Rose colors all that stuff. When reality finally hits him square in the gut. (laughs) That that stick snaps in half and rampage Bogan goes out into the roads and starts slaughtering your household pets and family members.
3: I can't take it anymore! (laughs) Whatever's in my way. (laughs) Fudge
0: you, God!
1: Did he just say fudge you, God? My God, he's lost it.
0: Fudging Jesus. I thought you were my pal.
2: Roar.
1: And then you just hear a very haunting typo negative uh, song in the background. Celebrate
0: (laughs) me home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's just slaughtering the entire neighborhood. I could see Brady losing it. Rose colored glasses. Brady who never had a question finds out some truths, you know, Bunny was uh not his mom or something like that. Is it was impossible because you two are shaped exactly the Cut same? Like yeah. yeah. late <laughs> Too But I mean, yeah, you say that now because you're still compacting. It hasn't boiled over, yeah. you have not kill away at all that info. It's set hard. Yeah. Some of the some of the real stuff. Like if there's ever a time that one of your uncles fingered you, like a guy that took you to that concert. If that repressed memory Uncle ever yeah, if that repressed memory ever comes back and you're like,
0: What was that?
1: And you Probably try to stuff it down. You try to that? stuff it down, and there's just no more room. And blah, 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 blah. and half of Morrison Acres goes down. <laughs> Large fire in the East Valley today. Well, a small woman.
0: I'm a man.
1: Claims uh, he burnt the entire neighborhood down for no reason at all. Tasmanian devil fires in Gilbert. Yeah, screaming fudge you, Jesus! <laughs> a man has lost his mind while wearing giant rose-colored glasses
0: it's called irony
1: anyway well good luck i'll write you a character letter even if all you right. burn down all the morrison acres maybe
4: <laughs> we should do that yeah.
1: burn it, it down we it should t- t- write a letter. you Something know what happens that's kind of like having a funeral when you're still alive yeah. what would people say about you in your character just letter? like
3: they make those uh uh video pieces for stars and stuff when yeah they, before when they they're find, dead yeah, yeah the they have package.
1: packages ready to go in case the death of this star happens. They're ready to run it like immediately. That's a good idea. Write a character letter for your friend you think is gonna snap, Brady, and you inevitably...
3: (laughs) I'll have a pack of them.
1: Yeah. All I knew of this man... Oh, you'll have
3: stacks.
1: The crazy part is we write character letters for guys like Danny Masterson, you know, to lessen his sentence. We write character letters for murderers like this guy did, right? He He had a situation going for that. Uh... Tom Brenneman can't get a job. You can write as many character letters you want to employers. This is a good dude. This was not a pattern of behavior. Uh, It was a joke that went on the air that was uh, off color. Wrong. He admits that. It's time that his sentence is lessened. No. It's remarkable. Still in the hooskin. It is remarkable how we don't give grace to someone who does something like that. In the cancel culture world, have killed them all forever. But, you know, we're supposed to show leniency to a rape victim with a character letter. And I understand it. I think it's both, both ends of that are real. Like, you yeah. know, friends of something, somebody who's done something terrible had a bunch of friends, probably had a job, was a normal guy. And if, you know, so long as it isn't a pattern of behavior, where you can't write a letter for Jeffrey Dahmer like everything I knew about him was great,
3: he just didn't find you attractive enough to chop your head off. Those all came out at the beginning, not for Dahmer, but for like BTK killer. He's an amazing man in the but in the community, right? Oh, John Wayne Gacy, uh, Raider. Uh, All the the BTK
1: guy was Raider. The uh, all those serial killers were charming, nice guy, quiet, kept to himself. You know, one of those deals. Not not unless they're just you know like the only one that was really nuts was uh, Kaczynski, and he was. You look at his writings. He was on to something. You look at his behavior, he completely lost it. But he was 40 years ago saying, we've got to stop this computer takeover. Not that they're going to take our lives and then become our overlords, but they're going to take our brains and make us wrong, or make us nutbags. And then he just started blowing stuff up, which was not the way to do it. But you'd write a character letter for those people. And then you know, a reference letter for employment for a guy like Brenneman, who I think the world of. I think he's a good dude. I find the situation hysterical because of the memes, but can't we all just think it's funny, awful at the same time, and then let the guy have a life? But your reference letter would fall on deaf ears for Brenneman because of money. Uh, again, like the Kaepernick thing. He, you know He's not all that, but nobody wants the baggage because it affects the money. If it's a prisoner, no one cares. Well, to write a letter to get this guy from 30 years to 15. Who cares? We could do it 15 years. We'll all be over it anyway. Except for the family. Blah, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird world. It's a strange, strange mixed-up thing where we give ourselves that opportunity to do that. But now Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are the ones who are under scrutiny and didn't break the law. And I don't want to hear any more about Ashton Kutcher had sex with Mila Kunis when she was 16 and he was however old he was on the set of that 70s show. Um, because first off, when she was 16 and he was older... They made them boyfriend and girlfriend on the show because he was playing a teenager, so they were kissing anyway. Like they were being forced to make out. Second, uh, same with Wilder Valderrama, they would cast Demi girls, who, you know, yeah, all that stuff. Well, Demi Lovato was like around, Not a catch, yeah, but, but still, it was kind of 17
3: like. seventeen and twenty-nine
1: surrounding twenty. Yeah, that was a little old, but she's seventeen. Yeah. It was
0: pretty darn close. It's something, something. Check out Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's
1: Morning Sickness. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to hear about that because evidently Mila Kunis isn't that affected by it. She married him. They didn't see each other for a while. He went and married Demi Moore, which was even creepier than anything he did. And then uh they end up getting back together and live, seem happy. If she's not affected, we shouldn't be. He's not his zombie slave of
3: love. She likes him. And I, you know, mentioned it, but Kurtwood Smith also read a letter. You know, wrote, a wrote letter. One. yeah. He's like, this is my experience that I know of this guy, but... Right. Exactly. Like, if Brady went nuts, I'd be like, I didn't see that. Yeah.
1: So here's what I know about him. Take it with a grain of salt, because he did the thing, but I don't know that person. This is what I knew. And that's a character letter. Why people are getting scrutinized for it or in the case of the guy who emailed us murdered while they
2: write it how did these get released did they find Ask out or is th- th- that was up to the judge the judge shouldn't do that yeah. he should get in trouble for even releasing them yeah things. that's for that's for
1: the court should only be for the court those character letters and somehow or another got out like he let them loose cool i got aston kutcher's autograph <laughs> check it out everybody here paper so yeah, that one got weird too. But what would I, what would you say about Brett? Let's say Brett finally gets caught.
3: For what? Do <laughs> all right, all right, settle what are down. Talking about. This is what Come I'm on. saying. <laughs> Brett, There'd be a lot of that. I you know what just, I'm saying? My
1: first line is, "Dear judge, Brett was an interesting fellow. <laughs> I knew him pretty well, but there were always things that were never really revealed." I think my character letter would get you 10 more years. <laughs> Please don't write. (laughs) I'm not going to write you one. He He seemed okay, but I was never sure. Was he kidding? Turns out, no. He was a blast
3: to work with.
1: Yeah. Forget about it. A real (laughs) pleasure.
2: Honestly, he made the room better. But it turns out all those jokes were true. I'll take my chances without right. you guys. <laughs> I got people for <laughs> character letters. I think, uh, I think he's going to kill us. That's
3: part of the deal. They all have those letters already built in once they join. <laughs> the judges you're are in. Saying,
1: we know you're going to jail.
3: I haven't even gotten to
1: sentencing yet, and I'm getting character letters.
3: Was that your uh, welcome packet at the Italian club? Well, uh, you know, no, I, mean, it,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> right. but I think my character letter for you, Brady, would even be like, dear judge, wow i cannot I still can't grasp what Brady did. This is not the man I knew, but to be honest, there was a lot of stuff inside of him that I waited for like I would eventually start riding like, it was yeah, a volcano waiting you know here. in hindsight i think I think this makes a lot of sense anyway. he seemed all right when I knew him, but I think you guys are gonna do the right thing by putting him in a pan. My character, yeah, letter. you'd end
3: up riding it. Into the whole weird backfire and similar. Like I'm, I'm thinking, if I wrote one for you, oh, I'm like, well, he's talked about all these things before.
1: <laughs> he's definitely brought up murdering a lot. He's got, he loved it. He seemingly only didn't want to do it because he didn't want to go to jail, and that's really what this letter's supposed to prevent. So, yeah, lock him up. He's no good. <laughs> I'd write my own character letter, like, yeah, eventually this was going to happen. My, I, I used to giggle at a lot of things that were horrible. But I don't have the murderous vibe. I do find it interesting, and I like serial killer stuff. But I'm not alone there. Top five podcasts outside of Joe Rogan are all murder mysteries. There's Every TV show is a murder mystery. We love murder. The whole nation is in love with murder. I think it's because it's so far-fetched to all of us. But deep down, intrusive thoughts in our brains are like, eh, we're
3: capable of it. Hollywood is so bone dry, they're actually writing, well, it's in the works, Murder, She Wrote, movie. They're going to dig up Angela? Nope. Who are they go ahead ahead putting in that? I broad? But, you know,
1: of course, it's delayed. But I know what this is. This is to appease all those ladies that go,
2: once you turn 40, you can't get a job in Hollywood.
1: All right. Give them a Murder, She Wrote yes. reboot and get one of them out there. We wrote Murder, She Wrote Again for one of you old broads. Now pipe down. Here comes
2: the Golden Girls again.
1: (laughs) That's great.
2: All right, Sarah Jessica Parker. Go solve some crimes. Which we already have. uh, We already have the Golden Girls with that new Sex in the City thing. It's the new Golden Girls. With anal. Yeah. Expired. It's anal Golden Girls.
1: Because they have butt sex on the show, a couple of them. And then the dudes do too. That was the best part of the new Sex in the City. Because I've watched every episode. I've hate watched all of it uh one of the touching poignant moments in the last episode was the gay everything's about aging and the one gay guy in it started to date a younger gay and he's like well in my day you were a top or you were a bottom and this new italian gay is like but in the new age of gay everyone pleases everyone so you are not a top or a bottom you're a giver of pleasure well, I'm not. I'm not a bottom. Nothing's going in there, especially that huge hog. Because they made a point to say this new Italian gay guy had a massive sausage. So the, one of the last scenes is all the characters getting f- hard by whoever their love interest is. And it's, it's a montage of like from uh, Carrie's getting a D and it moves over to her. They replaced uh, the Samantha character with some uh, Middle Eastern girl. She's getting hammered by some Hollywood producer um, a couple other people taking some pipe. And then they show, and they show the little gay guy who's never had one in him just getting railed by the big Italian. And, and the music swells like, oh, it's beautiful. He gave up his b-hole. Oh. And then credits roll. I'm like, I was supposed to be moved by this? <laughs> <laughs> and I laugh for a half hour, wrote a character letter. Yeah, they drag that murder. She wrote getting a new thing. They're just dragging some old lady out there. All right. Helen Marin, you want a job? Of course I do. All right, you're the new murder she wrote. Now, tell all the other ladies it's not hard to get a job when you're old. I see your old bones running around on TV. That's gross. Yeah, character letters are strange. It is a very, uh, I kind of want to be in that situation at one point. Somebody has to write one for me. Or I don't think I have that vibe, though. But there was a, I saw a study about intrusive thoughts. And it's 90, they say in the study, 97% of people, human beings, it doesn't matter where you're from at all, morality, and I always say morality is personal and geographical. Like your morality is based on where you grew up, not some innate thing. And it's all based on human behavior. And 97% of people admitted intrusive thoughts have gotten them like hitting uh, like just an intrusive thought would be for instance like pulling the the door open when you sit in the emergency aisle of a plane that's an intrusive thought like what would happen if I did this sure and that's your brain going you know what you're capable of and it basically comes you back imagine? to the power we wield when we hold other people's lives in our hands um, driving off a cliff
3: what was that old experience the when they were doing the shocking thing where the person would sit across from them oh and yeah and they'd end up Putting enough uh, lethal dose.
1: Yeah. without they play the shock game, like you're yeah. not supposed to. But if you have the if you have the capability to give somebody a little jab, like and like your brain goes, do it, do it, and all of us have it. It doesn't matter who, and it's the, the intrusive thoughts. So we're, I think deep down, the reason we're all interested in murder podcasts or you know murder shows or things like that, and it's all intriguing to us, is because we know we're not supposed to do it. We know we're not gonna do it. But we're capable of it, you know? You could kill someone. It's um, You're capable of it. It's, sure. And you
3: have to actually <laughs> fight it. Well, when you're going in, you know, when we're at war, you're yeah. being trained. To that's, do that, a, yeah. Don't question we're it. We're
1: all capable of it. Whether we do it or not, it's a completely different animal, but we're capable. And this is
3: why. We need you yeah. to be capable. I think
1: deep down in our psyche somewhere, everybody knowing that, Brett knows it firsthand, but I'm talking to normal folks, uh, murdering people. Cap- are Every about? human being is capable of nothing. great damage, and I think our brains know that. And it Brett's us.
3: like, but are you good at it?
1: Right.
2: <laughs> uh, it, well, uh, Rich wants to know, regarding uh, this character thing, what would you write for Larry? Because he seems like the new Dahmer, <laughs> constant lady rejection. <laughs> no. Uh, guy not- telling you just to relax. Yeah. And- <laughs> What would your character letter be for uh, Larry, Mr.
1: McFeely? Just such a docile human being. Again, it, the character letter would be, I can't believe it's come to this, but, and then I'd start saying, but in hindsight, like my brain would all go back to, oh yeah, he, all the clues were there, you know? One more time with a girl who, who he tries to, because Larry's the sweetest man in the world. If you're a woman and you want Larry in your life, you're going to get doted over like nobody else, and the sad thing is, Larry's attracted to girls that take full advantage of that and don't give it back. Yeah, and he and so it's cre- creating this hatred towards the women he likes, and I don't blame him. But again, in hindsight, my letter would be like, Larry seemed like such a wonderful human being, but in hindsight, now I see why this. I happened. see why he turned yeah. I see why he chopped those ladies up. <laughs>
3: Judge, could you change the jail term to just a a healthy fine? Because he can pay for it. He's a saver.
2: He's a saver, all right. Like Jesus saves, Larry saves. Well, he'd be in there negotiating. Are you sure? I mean, you know, three grand seems a little high.
1: I mean, the more I think about it, the more I think I'd end up in jail from my letter. Because I'd write things like, in fact, I think those women that were with Larry kind of probably deserved it a little bit. (laughs) They were taking advantage of a real sweet soul. He's a wonderfully nice man. To a fault, and these whores that he chopped up <laughs> it would start turning into this nightmare about how I blamed them. I would have done the same yeah, thing. I think if I was in Larry's shoes, I'd have diced her too. This bitch had it coming, Judge. I mean, what were we thinking? This guy should be free. He's a hero. The next thing you know, I'm behind bars. Going, what did I do? And the guy's got. I remember in the character letter, would be like, every day he eats a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean, that stuff. That you read about in serial killer books later. Like, he's so normal at work, but the little weird things. Every single day, a crustless peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Eventually, you're going to lose your mind if that's every day's lunch. We came back from Scottsdale Airport together. And I said, you want to grab something to eat? I'm starving. And Larry goes, nah. I'm like, oh, you don't want to eat anything? Nah, I got a PB&J back at the station. I was like, afraid it was going to go to waste. Aren't you sick of pb <laughs> that could be. That could be. That's at least 38 cents. <laughs> Aren't you at least interested in a day without peanut butter and jelly? No. I'm like, that's the kind of like patterns that you start getting into. Like Ed Gein and like the thing he did every morning with the shoes. And it's like, that's kind of one of them. So I think I'd end up writing a character letter that would get me tossed in the can. Toledo's character letter would just be a blank page that said, dear judge, this is what I think of Toledo. I'd write love. John, because I don't know how to end letters any other way. He wrote, dude, forgot the body of the thing. No, I didn't. That's exactly what, I mean, <laughs> when you think of Toledo, the page goes blank. I told a guy yesterday, uh, he said, uh, who's more interesting, the dude who collects old light bulbs or Toledo? And I said, uh, the dude who collects light bulbs at least got a story. Toledo walks into a light store and all the lights go off because he's never had a good idea. <laughs> I was proud of that.
2: But he is a nice person. But he could lose it. Well, they said the same about Ted Bundy. Right. Charming. Sweet. John and Wayne Gacy.
1: This is, if I put it in order of who I think murders in this room, honestly, who snaps and goes nuts, you, Brady, Toledo, me, then Brett.
2: <laughs> I'm last?
1: Yeah. I think you're the last one that would snap. I think it's just, I don't think it's snapping. I think it's just part of who you are. Oh, <laughs> Ah. I don't think it would happen. I don't think it would be a snap. It would be like, ah, well, yeah, he got caught. This is going to be that in 15 years they're going to rerun this when Brett's in court because they did that thing with Conan O'Brien telling Danny Masterson, "Well, you're going to get caught," and now that's running all over the internet. I,
4: yeah, think I don't you're think right about Brett because I think he knows to not leave evidence,
1: and also he, <laughs> he's got people. He knows how to do it. Right? Like, all of us would be sloppy. Yep.
4: Blood, he blood calm. all over us, and like ah,
1: just standing in the middle of the road with our dicks out. I
0: killed her. I killed her,
1: holding the machete. <laughs> and It would just be like I, I would go extra crazy. Just Is to that let him your knife?
3: Correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> as far as we know.
1: Did you say you were going to burn her body and a text to your friend John Holmberg?
0: Yes, I did.
1: <laughs> as he's all looking right. at ceiling tiles. He's,
0: yeah. ah. <laughs> uh, uh, as far as you know. <laughs>
1: Did you do any research on the internet? Oh, that would be one thing Brady would never get caught doing. Research on how to get rid of a body.
2: <laughs> His Browser history <laughs> His browser
1: is z- Zero questions like, on browser history. Food. It's weird. Yeah, he, and that would be Brady's M.O. After murdering her, he Googled how to make a croquette. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that Brady would, with a dead body in the house, fry a little up. I wonder what people taste like. I mean, I'm going to the Hooskow anyway. I might as well. Take a bite. It's meat now. But yeah, you'd be the first one that I think would snap and lose it. Then him, Toledo. <sighs> I think if I, I don't think I'd snap and lose it. I think I would just end up going screw this and then go on a rampage.
4: I don't know. I've seen I've I've seen you get pretty amped up a few times. I think yeah, but not
1: murderously yeah, amped. Yeah,
4: know, But <laughs> I don't never think seen ever seen him me. get murderously it, amped up either. Mm, not yet. <laughs> yeah, just well, right
1: that you. little chuckle Chocolate right trick, there is man. the key to the whole thing.
4: <laughs> you guys,
1: that's what all the crazy murderers.
4: Was the dwarf the closest you've come to being like super mean to something? That was the first time. No, a
3: the only time. To- I mean, there's a- the time they got uh worked up the most. <laughs> was the hallway wrestling match. Mm. Oh, that was. In a yeah, while. but that's
1: just anger between yeah, two people. That's, that's,
3: but there was also no words there. Right. You didn't say
4: a word. No, that was either. just,
1: I'm going to kill him. Yeah. But that was the snapping. Just that, snapped? And if they, Yeah, well, he yeah. tried to beat up Eric in the done? hallway once because they, were, they, were, they hated <laughs> each that's other line. and they were trying to make it right. And then there was a physical thing. And then Brady just tackled him and tried to kill him in the hallway.
4: Just <laughs> wrestled him. Put him down in the hallway.
1: And all I heard, and I just looked at Toledo and I'm like, we're adults. Here we are. And I have to go tell the other adults to stop fighting at work. <laughs> and
4: all you hear is him, are you done? Yeah, and
1: all you heard from Eric was,
4: get off me fat
2: ass, get off me fat
1: ass.
4: Are you done? <laughs> are you are you done?
1: I'm like, hey guys, not for nothing. A little radio show going on in here. If you could stop fighting in the hallway. that. How much time we got, bro? Yeah. <laughs> and then you see seeing Brady. Back then he had a little bit of hair. It was disheveled.
3: Oh, he was... <sighs>
1: Two really out of shape dudes that just fought for a few seconds. St-
3: <sighs> Thank God that was only one round. And it yeah. was seconds because yeah. Eric tossed
4: a newspaper at him. Hit him in the back of the head with a paper. Seconds.
1: <laughs> Spun out of the chair and tried to kill him.
0: <laughs>
1: you snapped. And that was understandable. Now add love to the mix.
0: get something, something. Check out Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning
1: Sickness. Add. Add the misery of love and disappointment combining, and you. I mean, that's the reason we watch those shows. All Dateline episodes are: is I loved her so much, she did something terrible. My love turned into rage. It's it's love and hate are so darn close together as far as the the levels they'll give you. It's crazy. So I could see it. And you're a non-confrontational type. You're a sweetheart. You let things go, but do you? And off they go. And then there's a nice little pile of them. And every year that goes by, there's more.
3: You and, like to think you let it go.
1: Right. You never do. The body keeps score. And you got that little pressure valve. Psst. You let it out every once in a while by wrestling Eric in the hallway. Psst. <laughs> Yelling at Dorf on the tennis court. Psst. Cutting Ronnie's head off. Oh, my God. It took a turn. You see it all the time. Dateline NBC. He was a normal guy going to work every day. But when he came home and found his wife and three men in a hot tub, (laughs) he chopped everyone's heads off.
4: One of them the former punter for a college football team. (laughs) Right.
1: Long snapper. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) When three very shapely teen boys were in the hot tub, he cut their heads off. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Like all of us sit back and go, yeah, I could see snapping like that. But does that make him a murderer or does that make him a, a dude who... Feel captive to love
3: some people. But we were talking it. about a story uh, yesterday about a guy that we know that it happened to him. Basically walking in and oh, yeah. uh, two people that he worked with. And he says, first of all, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. second one, put your clothes back two on. 2 coworkers you know, handled it. They all worked together. Like Husband and wife.
1: Well, not necessarily. Well, like I'm saying it got a little murdery. And then he had to be detained for a few days. Because of the uh, excessive amount of drinking that went on after that moment.
3: Well, there you go. And friends Tricky.
1: friends had, well, after you can understand that too. And then the I'm going to kill her thing started. It boiled. There was definitely not. It wasn't just like off we go. It wasn't Brady's way. Off we go. That happened. He was a good year or so of he might kill her. And we all would have known. But he worked with her and came home. And she was with another co-worker hammering away in the pool. But but the first thing he did was fire that guy, because he kept his cool until it all set in. Right. Then there was a lot of issues.
4: John, let's just say, Tripp has a Natalie Wood situation going on. (laughs) He sails a lot. (laughs) The police come to you, or the judge does and says, write me a character letter. Uh, I love Tripp. He's one
1: of the best people I know. (laughs) I'm shocked that he, but he did get that boat. Again, my character letter goes, you know what? In hindsight, it all makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) We have nobody. We have nobody. We did it.
2: My, my character letter would innocent. be like, yeah, there's no question. You're right. Innocent. innocent. We're not writing character yeah. letters. I'll write it, it for the... Trip. Don't worry about it. I got this. There you go. That
4: I got just trip. got you a raise.
2: <laughs> Brett's character letter would be like, dear judge, if you know what's good for you right now, you will
1: reverse this verdict. Well,
0: I don't know about this letter. <laughs> We're not talking about
1: sentencing. We're talking about letting Mr. Reeb go. <laughs> right. And Let's I mean, we are talking about Mr. Reeb's freedom versus your
2: Heartbeat.
3: It's a matter of life and death, and yeah. I
2: don't mean for Mr. Reeb.
3: <laughs> he loved sailing. He was very good at sailing.
2: Sincerely, your
1: God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this character will m- let Mr. Reeb go.
3: Had a, Your Honor, they had a couple of drinks. People yeah. slip.
0: Whoops. <laughs>
3: on decks all the it time happens. on sailboats.
0: Are you a good swimmer?
3: <laughs> Guess
4: not.
0: <laughs> time to start looking for a new one. And
1: yeah, what if Tripp turned out that that's his whole deal? He flies back to that house of his on the East Coast and starts drowning
3: broads. That's an Amityville situation? <laughs> we you're, don't even know. You're it. You're telling right? me five women drowned <laughs> yeah. and Tripp survived?
4: Nah. He doesn't get in the water. He pushes them in.
3: <laughs>
4: and he no, didn't he get did, into the water. He just He's makes a lot man. of they hard just rights all on the, the sailboat. Yes.
1: It's a very slippery surface.
4: Yeah.
1: And he, they're older people. Another lady fell in the area.
4: Whoops. <laughs> I call her chum.
1: Yeah. Mm, num, num, num. You know what kind of wood doesn't float? Natalie Wood.
0: Hee
1: <laughs> Yeah. So, would I write a letter about Trip? Absolutely. Do I expect? No. But if he did it, like if there was like a sentencing, my letter would end up being worse because it'd be like, yeah, no, of course he did it. Like, this
4: makes tons of <laughs> yeah. sense. By the end of your letter, you Right. Well, oh, the, the beginning would be just yeah. roses
1: and so. <laughs> we did. I loved this character. It was funny. It was like one of the most unique individuals as far as the way he delivered lines i thought he was funny uh it i like uh, but you know that all this all starts together. making sense <laughs> yeah. like that was all just an act larry would kill like we're and that's the crazy part is that we're all deep down we have to admit we're capable of it and have
4: to fight that
1: not brett so much
4: but all the rest uh, of whoa, whoa, whoa. trip i'm with you or, uh john i'm with you trip won't be caught He's gonna drop body pieces in the currents yeah. along, like Dexter, and yeah. they're just gonna float all the way to to New England. Yeah, Wagner
3: kept... and I were on the boat again.
0: We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were having
3: a nice time. Talking reverse mortgages. And then whoopsie,
0: one of our lady friends, slipped and fell. We didn't know it. There
1: were cocktails. And then by the time we got up to Hyannisport, she wasn't on the
0: boat anymore. Whoops. She could be anywhere. <laughs> 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 Anyway, <laughs> Larry, like
1: Trip would get Larry. Larry, you got to go to the Hooskow for me. I killed again. Whatever you say, boss. This is a good little soldier, Larry. Now you were on the boat with me. I would, and Larry would take it like, oh, Trip invited me on the boat
2: <laughs> to go cover up the tracks. You're not I'm really, really coming on the boat. <laughs> no. Now
3: gonna, you know what the invite is. <laughs> if Trip All invites around.
2: Larry to the boat. I have to tell Larry, don't go, don't, don't go, go, don't go. <laughs>
0: Larry, why don't you come out to the boat in Chesapeake and we'll go float around a little bit.
3: Larry, trip asked me to be his first mate.
0: <laughs>
1: you shouldn't do this.
3: The coolest invitation was written on an orange. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: That's a California thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So can you swim? Did you swim? <laughs> yes, we swim. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Hmm.
2: Are All
4: you right. good? At... Are you real
1: good swimmers? I mean, you look like the current would push you right back over to Europe. What's,
4: what's the longest amount of time you? How long do you water? think you
1: can hold your breath? <laughs> Trip would kill Larry in a minute, and he liked somebody'd kill him, and I would write
2: that letter. And by page two, I'm like, I've heard Trip mention killing Larry. <laughs> It'd be American Psycho. He'd hear the music in the background. Instead of Huey Lewis, you got Christopher Cross sailing (laughs) on in the background. And heart. Oh, tell (laughs) me you (laughs) have that loaded. Of course. Of course. I got you. So,
1: Larry, you want a Midori Sour? (laughs) More than anything, boss. It would be like when, uh, uh, what's his name, killed the Fredo. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Why don't you
0: look out at the sunset, Larry? (laughs) Yeah,
2: they're on the dock.
0: (laughs) It's not, it's not far, far down, down the paradise. Oh,
2: you're singing to me, Trip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm singing to you. Just go with it.
1: <laughs> That's right.
3: Why don't you pose for that Titanic picture?
1: That will be the worst. Larry's last, last sounds are his arms are all out, and the last thing he hears is shh. shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> Stay quiet, you.
0: It's <laughs> not God, I hope Trip kills Larry.
1: Anyway, the oh. carriage letters are not going to be favorable. To him. <laughs> and then he just sits with blood all over his hands and face, smoking a cigar, just like Hannibal Lecter after he chopped up Jim Pembry. <laughs> Jim Pembry, damn it! Oh. need a new program director.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Jesus, you guys are devious. You're putting this all out on the air for alibis. I understand what the hell's going on. You guys are saving yeah. your lives.
1: Whoever's emailing that knows he's capable of it, too. You see through this. That's the creepy thing about the human mind. We know we're capable of it. Oh. We know it. I'm getting And we have to sit and wonder about it. Could I, is this me someday? Do I, will this ever happen? Like, what happened to that guy? He snapped. We all have it. Those intrusive thoughts are real. Pulling that handle on that plane door. All of us have thought it. Devious. Hitting the brakes or tapping the car in front of us. or that. I mean, we all have it. Our brains are capable of so much terrible stuff. And we have to kind of push it away. Or we do it. Crazy. Anyway, don't kill anyone today, please, if you don't mind. I had a nice 22 year run where only a few of our listeners have killed. And we've got a big audience.
3: Right. So that's right. a
1: pretty nice feeling. It's like, you know, I think that the rap stations have had 10 times the murders we've had, and none of them have been on the air for 22 years. We had the zombie hunter. He liked us, but that he murdered way before we were on the air. Former client.
4: Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Right. I forgot about that. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, there's multiple. You were, of- you, you were right in pluralizing it. That was the
1: craziest one when we had the uh, the auto place mm-hmm. where Jason, I had just hung out with him. That's, that's such a, I'm surprised that's not, it was a Dateline episode, but it wasn't a Dateline. It was one of those types of shows. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, and the weirdest part was just bought a new car and I was talking with him, Jason. Worked at the auto body place. And I was talking with him and I said, uh, I said, are these good cars? And right before I bought it, he goes, yeah. And he goes, but dude, don't spend any money on the warranty. You got me now. And he said, so let's not do that. I'll take carry it. And I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable. And he goes, no, 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 we're good. He goes, I'll make sure that it's reasonable, but I, I won't, you know, you got, a, you got a guy. So the guy's offered me the warranty at the time. And Megan goes,
0: what if something happens to Jason Then what?
1: Like, you know, ah, you make a good point. Come on. So what I came to the conclusion was Megan killed him. Yeah. But uh yeah this was You ever get a windshield from Rick Chance 12 years ago? No. But then like within a week his brother killed him dead in the thing. Right. And the craziest part of that whole story was it was right around U Fest and they were a big sponsor. And they couldn't oh, find the that's guy's body. Right. And the dude who killed him was calling us after the murder to say, "Hey, right. uh you still got my VIP passes?" And none of us knew what to do. Like do we give him give him passes? Just let him, but we, and he didn't show up, but he's still innocent. That was a real good one. I mean, unfortunate, but that was a nutty story. And I went to lunch the Monday. It was a Friday night. The murder happened the Monday after I went to lunch with the agency that was repping them. And, uh, the guy sitting at the table goes, we just got bad news. I'm like, what? And he goes, Jason's missing. Like missing? What do you mean missing? That nobody's heard from him since Friday, and we're pretty sure there were bullet holes in the building, and and they were try they tried to patch him up. Like he told all of his employees not to show up to work because they were all supposed to come in on Saturdays. Like don't don't worry about it. I'm going to do some painting, get some remodeling stuff, and he was basically fixing the drywall that the bullets went through, and they were banging, they were fist fighting, and all that. The cops were onto it fast. Oh, that's right, we had that one. But inevitably, twenty two years in one spot. With a group of people this large. You're going to have a couple oh, murders. Oh, yeah. Have some terrible murders. We got them. And then we hired a guy named Brett. Well,
3: take care of all that stuff. That. I don't know what I'm <laughs> talking about. Patching. Great at patching.
1: <laughs> He's good at drywall. That's why Italians always have that friend who's uh, in the construction business to fix up the drywall after the bullets go through.
2: Construction, sanitation.
1: They did a bad job, though, because the saltio yeah, right. exactly. tile had some ding marks in it from the, from the bullets. So they couldn't fix that in time, in two days, when they reported It's crazy. What a story. I forgot all about that. Anyway, enough murder talk, everyone.
4: Is there enough?
1: But I am going to call Trip later and go, you should take Larry out on the boat. Because <laughs> that would make a great dateline. And then we'd be on TV. It's great for ratings. If Trip murdered Larry, through the moon. Double whammy. we could get on reels. We could get on... Uh... Oh, it's our own company. Yeah. Hubbard does it. Get Dan Abrams out here chatting to him. I love OP Live. I'd be starstruck. <laughs> is sticks, close? sticks? Is sticks nearby? Sticks doesn't do this show. Oh, can I come on the set? One of your good friends was murdered by your boss. Yeah, but still, it's nice to meet you. It doesn't change how nice it is to meet you. It's the circumstance.
4: Uh, Brett, what do you got on the big board of musical treats?
2: All right, wake up song time, and of course, it's brought to you by our buddies <laughs> over
4: at. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, John. <laughs> you talk about snapping. Oh no, I worked next to a woman for five years who ended up strangling her oldest daughter, trying to kill her next three kids, and stabbing her baby daddy. She got two life sentences, and here's me. I thought I liked her. It felt so dirty afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody asked me for a letter. Oh. She did live in Casa Grande, so I should have taken oh, the Holmberg's <laughs> Morning Sickness advice and known. <laughs> no, you should have known. Yeah,
1: that's the area code you avoid. This guy says, I have to tell you, intrusive thought thing is real. But once you've actually done some terrible things here or overseas, uh, your thoughts change a little bit. Then your intrusive thoughts become terrible things happening to the people you love, and you're incapable of stopping it. Oh, our brains are juicy. Our brains are juicy and capable of messing us up.
4: John, what you're talking about is that you're looking for, quote-unquote, house painters. Yeah. A.K.A. murderers for hire.
1: Yes, I paint houses. I paint houses. You paint those houses? I
2: paint houses. I collect
1: toilet paper. It's a thing. Anyway, sorry.
2: Right All right. Left. Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. The weather is getting nice, and it is time to get that bike tuned up. Mention KU Pity, Get $10 off a full bike tune-up, or you can go grab yourself a new bike. I got uh, bikes from Santa Cruz and Kona on sale right now. ActionRideShop.com, or just go in and visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. Sure. On the list, we got uh, Metallica, Amano Marth, uh I can't spell, but Avenge Sevenfold. Uh, <laughs> sevenfold. Yeah. Uh, Static X's new song. Uh, Metallica's Ride the Lightning for everything that was just going on. Yeah. Uh, Slipknot Disaster Piece. Primus, John the Fisherman for disposing of those bodies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Drowning Pool, Stain's latest one. Deftones, let's STP. Do the, new the, the Stain that we played yesterday. Okay, Not the one that we're playing on the
1: air, but the new cycle of Herding? Yeah, let's play that one. Because I, I, I haven't it. heard it yet and it seemed great.
3: Happy birthday to your boy, Dave Mustaine. Is it Mustaine's birthday today? 62.
1: Holy smokes. Happy birthday, Dave. I've laid off of Dave because he went through quite a lot with that cancer stuff. And uh, used to go back and forth pretty good, but, you know, I'm rooting for him now. Not to make more music, just to be alive. <laughs> I don't necessarily need to hear any more Megadeth ever again in my life. Yeah. He's still fun to do, though. That's exactly what I planned.
0: I would get a little sick and
1: get my detractors off
0: my ass. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, uh, 62, Jesus, that's horrifying. That is horrifying. We're at that age now. All those people that we loved are crippled old men. (laughs) (laughs) weird. Uh, all right, you got it ready? Yeah, I got it. All right, you're going to play it? Yep. All right, this is a new one from Stain. What's it called, Churning the butter. Cycle of Hurting. Oh, Cycle of Hurting. Uh, Churning the Butter. Churning the Butter, I believe. This is what Stain's new song. It's about the Amish. It's
0: out of control now. you,